this time we'll have offering. Offering is a, a time where we can give back our time, talent, and money. Um, and so Zephaniah, we're in Zephaniah today, chapter 1, verse 14, it says, The great day of the Lord is near, near and coming quickly. The cry of the day of the Lord is bitter. The mighty warrior shouts his battle cry. Now, if we know that Jesus is coming back, and everything's going to be burned up, then how should we live? Like today's your last day. Exactly. And so if today's our last day, then really the things that we have are God's. Everything is God's. It's all going to be destroyed anyway. So we want to give that proportion of that with our time and talent and our money. And so if you would like to do that, if that is on your heart, you know, we don't pressure you or guilt trip you. That is between you and God. Um, and there's only like two people who know what you give anyway, and they're spiritual enough where they're not going to tell anybody or say anything. Uh, so it's between you and God, if you want to give back to, uh, to God in your time, talent, or money, uh, time and talent, we can, you know, volunteer. And uh, money, there's a Facebook link, and also there's a basket in the back uh, if you want to give money. At this time, we'll have, here's some prayer requests. Um, I have a few in my repertoire, and then I'll ask you guys. Ellie and uh, my son, Andrew, are at college, so uh, please pray for them and their spiritual health. And there's a lot of teenagers that just went to college the uh, last few couple weeks here, and I uh, pray for them. School started, so pray for all those things. It's a lot of kids. Anyway, um, and uh, pray for uh, Big Ed. He has some things in his life, and uh, just pray for him and Dean also. Anything else that we can pray for? Yes. Uh, pray for Leah Cunningham also. Anything? Yes. Um, I'd like to pray for three people that died recently. Yep. Um, there's the person who played Bray Wyatt, you know, that passed away. Jimmy Buffett passed away. Mm. And Terry Falk passed away. Okay. That Bray Wyatt. Uh, he died. Okay. In the we'll definitely pray for the family. Anything else? Yes, yes. Hi, uh,
Yes. Uh, kind of prayer of thanksgiving for Mary Fox, 97 years old, she had a heart attack two days ago. Uh, she's tough, and she's sending her home today for uh, oh my. <laughs> um, physical rehab evaluation lined up.
gifts that are coming. Either way, God, you are still on your throne. You are still uh, listening to us and, and helping us in our life. We thank you that you have uh, produced uh, so many things on this earth and the air that we breathe and the sun and the moon. And, and God, you've given us so much. And uh, sometimes it's hard for us to ask. But God, thank you for letting us choose you and choose your your kingdom that never ends. God, thank you that uh, we all uh, can hang out in eternity with each other, that we may uh, see to it that we're uh, living a life of, of faith and uh, putting our faith in you always. And God, thank you so much for answering these prayers. I pray that you will answer them according to your will, not ours. And uh, give us comfort where we need it. Give us uh, peace where we need it. And give us um, those things that we can understand uh, your will even more and more as we get closer to you and the word and with each other. We just love you and thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together.
Give us the Holy Spirit to learn that and to follow you by faith. And God, thank you so much for your death, burial, and resurrection, and knowing that you loved us. And God, thank you for taking our sins away when we have faith in you and follow you. I pray that we will follow you closely. In Jesus' name, I pray.
So one of my favorite things to watch, anybody know? My favorite thing to watch? Oh. What? Star Wars. Well, yeah, Star Wars, okay. That's one of the genres. Uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, um, anime, and, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, Indiana Jones, all those kind of things. Okay? Weird stuff. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, and, uh, you know, sword fighting, and, and riding on the horse, and saving the damsel in distress, and the castle was the medieval times, and I don't know, I just love all those things that, that come with like uh, helping others and, and the battles and the battle scenes and I don't know, just love that kind of stuff. <laughs> and so I, I draw nearer to uh, the Old Testament sometimes because there's tons of battles in there. There's tons of, you know, I don't know, just it's good stuff. And so we come to Zephaniah. You know that cool, I like that name, Zephaniah. And he talks about Jesus being the mighty warrior, the man, the myth, the legend. Okay, he is the warrior of in the front of us, in the back of us, and the sides of us. He is the warrior. He protects us, and he goes before us. Now, Zephaniah contains some of the most intense images of God's justice and hope found in the prophetic books. Zephaniah warns Israel and the surrounding nations that the day of the Lord is near. God will judge the nations with burning fire and he purifies them from sin, evil, and violence. They're equipped for battle. And so when Jesus is talking, when Zephaniah is talking about this, he's actually talking about Jesus being equipped for battle. He is a warrior. He is the mighty warrior. He's the one that goes before us. So a warrior is equipped for battle. We are told to put on our spiritual armor every day. Jesus was equipped with the Holy Spirit and then gave it to us so we can put on our spiritual armor. Warriors have experience. We need to mature in Christ going through our experiences, our bad times, our good times, our trials, our tribulations, our persecution, all those in our life are experiences to get closer to God, to help others. Jesus was taught by mom and dad and was tempted in every way, and he grew in experience. And of course, he's been around since the dawn of time, uh, even before that, because they were not created, they always had been here. And so he has, like, all the experience in the world. Also, the warrior is with God. The Holy Spirit lives in us, and we're with God, and Jesus is and was and always will be God. And so, he is with God all the time. 
very strong and valiant. We take God's strength, and he's more powerful than all the world. And Jesus overcame death, so he's valiant and strong. Warriors use wisdom and knowledge. We turn the knowledge that we learn into wisdom for God's help and to help other people. Jesus had all the wisdom from the beginning of earth to use for God's glory. So a warrior is God. And here's Zephaniah pointing to the warrior, that he's going to come, he's going to judge, he's going to purify with fire. Now, what do you do with gold when you put it in fire? You purify it. Okay, what, what comes to the top? All the junk, okay? And then you scoop that off and you have pure gold. Well, same thing with us. Okay? We go through trials and tribulations and persecution in the fire of life to get the best of the best. To get the best of us. Also, what happens with the diamond? There's so much what? Pressure. Okay? Either we can be a lump of coal or we can be a diamond. If we go through pressure, then we come out as a beautiful diamond. We don't want to stay a piece of coal. And so here is that nice saying, look, there's some trials and tribulations, there's some persecution, there are some things that Israel has to go through, but Jesus is the warrior. God is going to be triumphant. A warrior also sings or rejoices. Now, but sings or rejoices because some people can't sing, and some people can only rejoice, and that's okay. When I was younger, uh, let's see, elementary, middle school, and into high school, I could not sing a lick. I had no, I had nothing. I mean, I literally got kicked out of choir practice. They said, go sit outside. <laughs> I could still hear them, so I sang, but it was, it was painful. I mean, painful for me, too. But for some odd reason, God gave me uh, a person who taught me guitar, and I haven't stopped playing, and I don't want to stop, because I, I feel like if I'm going to stop, then I'll lose the talent. And so, you can change some of the noise to singing, or we can rejoice. And what, what better way to rejoice than to sing to God, who is our warrior, who is before us? And if God is with us, who can be against us? The world is pressuring us. The world is kicking us. The world is saying horrible things about Christians. But we know God is for us. How do we know that? Because Jesus is our warrior. And he sings over us and he rejoices. Look at Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 14. Sing, daughter Zion, shout aloud, Israel, be glad and rejoice with all your heart, daughter Jerusalem. This is awesome. You know, in, instead of cowering to the world, we should be singing and rejoicing that God is with us. Get on our side. Come to the battle. We are going to rejoice and go out. We don't want you to be trampled over. We want you to be on our team. Our enemies, the people who are against us, we want everyone to be saved. Because Jesus is the one who conquers. You're either going to be on the wrong side or the right side. There's no other way. Now in Psalm 98, verse 4 through 6 says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song and music. Now when you're at a sports arena, or when you're at your favorite whatever, then just replace the whatever. 
you're like excited, right? You're like yelling, screaming, revolution. You know that, uh-huh. So we're screaming and shouting, and then we get to church and we're like, oh, I love God. Isn't it, isn't it amazing? They spend millions of dollars on sports stuff, and we spend not that much, and we need to praise the God who made the sport, okay? And so here is God saying, God through his, his writer in Psalm saying, verse in jubilant song of music. Make music to the Lord with a harp, with a harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and with blasts of ram's horn. Next time, I mean, we need to have some horns in here and then ram's horn, all kinds of stuff. Wouldn't that be cool? Shout for joy before the Lord. Shout! I love this because it gives me permission to shout. I'm not going to shout because Katie's like, but we need to shout for joy. We are on the right side with Jesus. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another. Richly. I mean, this is a rich, rich culture and history with Jesus. You're supposed to teach and admonish one another. This word admonish is not a, a, a thing that we like to talk about. We need to help each other in the difficult times or if we're struggling with the sin. With all wisdom, through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in our hearts. Have you ever noticed that um, music like changes your personality? Yes. Okay. When I'm really down in the dumps, I'll get the Christian heavy metal. I know that doesn't even sound right, but Christian heavy metal, and just start banging my head and just start going. <laughs> and then uh, if I'm like calm and you know get a you know nice uh, soothing Michael W. Smith. I know, the 90s. Well, I'll get some classical music playing in the background. Or if I'm really sad and, and not just feeling it, you know, I'll get worship music that has no words and it's just playing nicely. Elevator music is what I call it. But somehow, music changes us. And the world knows it too, because everywhere you go, what are they doing? They're playing some kind of music in the background. And music manipulates but we can change that into a gratitude, into a song that we just burst out singing. If you really want to uh, see somebody who's really good at teaching, it's Katie Zuri. And she's teaching second grade. But everything she does is a song. If you if you sit there long enough in her class, she just keeps singing these weird, I mean, just, she sings like their lesson, and she sings this, and I think some of the kids think she's weird, but that's okay. Because she just has this joy of singing in her heart. I think we all should be like Katie in that aspect. Sing about anything, even if it doesn't make sense. We have this joy in our heart because Jesus is the warrior. He's for us. He's out in the battle with us. And so, Jesus, or a warrior, warrior will protect. Look at Zephaniah 3.15. The Lord has taken away your punishment. Holy moly. Wouldn't that be awesome? There was one time my brother, I love my brother, my brother stepped in and said he would take the punishment for me from my dad. You know what my dad said? Nope. I got punishment anyway. But that one little thing that my brother said, like, lasted my whole life. That he would step in and say, I'll take the punishment. But Jesus did even better. He said, I'm going to take the punishment away from you. I'm going to take your enemy away from you. I'm going to take everything that you're in shame or guilt. I'm going to take it away from you. And you don't have to suffer. 
spiritually. Look at the seven idols prophesying. He said, look, the Lord has taken away your punishment. He has turned back your enemy. The Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. Never again will you fear any harm. I don't fear what people are going to do to me. My spirit is with Jesus. I have no problem with what my physical body does. Psalm 41, 2 says, The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desire of their foes. Do you know how much people just wish for us to fall? And when we do, guess what they do? They just pounce off. Like, yeah, you weren't a Christian anyway. You did. And they just pounce and pounce. We just didn't stand up and say, look, Jesus is with me. He's already covered over that. I don't have to worry about what you saying. I'm worried about what Jesus thinks of me. And then we get this whole awesome way to feel about things. Ready? 1 Corinthians 13, 6-7 says this. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, and it always perseveres. My goodness. When the enemy is at our neck, when the enemies are at our door, God will protect us spiritually because we have love that does not delight in what they're doing. And we protect others. We trust others. We hope, we persevere for it because Jesus has given us the heart of a warrior. Warrior does not fear. <laughs> oh, I've watched a lot of, uh, what do you call it in movies that you, they're supposed to do jump scares? Horror flicks. Yes, I've watched a lot of those in my life. Uh, I was in the era of uh, uh, Chucky and Pumpkinhead and uh, uh, what's the other ones? Uh, Friday the 13th. All those kind of things. Not all the other ones are all cheesy. I'm like, yeah, I was scared back then. But we don't have to be afraid of those things anymore. I don't have to be afraid of those. We know what's out there. We know that there are demons that are trying to knock us off our horse. We know that there are, are devil's plans to fear, to put fear in our heart. Once we have fear, we have no hope, and when we have no hope, we're, we're useless. A warrior does not fear. Jesus is battling for us. He has his angels with right here. He's battling the demons and the devil. We don't have to worry anymore. Because Zephaniah is prophesying about this. Zephaniah 3.16 On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Do not let your hands hang limp. Guys, pick up your sword. Put the armor of God on. You are a warrior in the lineage of Jesus Christ. The Savior of the world. Look at Isaiah 41.10 so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. First Peter 3.14 But even if you should suffer for what is right, I know it's not fair, but I just thought you'd throw that in the blank there. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. <laughs> what? That's like totally like opposite of the world. Man, if I'm suffering, man, I'm going to be angry and upset and worried and fearful. But he says this, but even if you should suffer for what is right, you are happy, blessed, wonderful. This is a blessing <laughs> because Jesus is a warrior. 
It says, do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. I am not cowering with the people who think they can take us down. Last but not least, a warrior puts their trust in God. He is the foundation. He never moves. We should be so grateful for that. Because if the target kept moving, there's no way to know what God, who God is. God never moves. He's the same from the Old Testament to the New Testament. He's the same from, from beginning to end. Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord your God is with you. What is he? The mighty warrior who saves. And see, that's what I picture him. Like, on a white horse, you know, he's, he's in his full regalia, he's going at, after the demon with knives and, you know, kicking and kung fu. That's why I love those movies, because it reminds me of Jesus, just kicking butt. So the Lord your God is with you, a mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in who? In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Jesus sings over us. Isn't that a great picture? Hmm. I can just see him sitting on a rock playing guitar over me. And that music just soothes the soul, grounds us, it supplies us with no fear, it supplies us with trust. The rock of our salvation. Psalm 18.32 It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. I am nothing without God. I have no strength without God. He's the one who gives me strength and righteousness and hope. And he keeps me secure. Romans 8.31 What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing can separate us from him. He is the warrior who rides in and conquers. And Zephaniah was pointing to him the whole book. I would encourage you to read Zephaniah. It's only a few chapters, but it's so powerful to know that God is our warrior. And he rides the battle. A warrior rejoices, sings, protects, does not fear, and trusts. You want to be a warrior? Put your faith in Jesus. You want to be a winner? Don't put your faith in Jesus. Do it on your own. I promise you, you're not going to make it. We want to be behind a warrior who we knew at the end of the book. What's the end of the book say? Who wins? Jesus wins and we are with him. Stop cowering to the world. You are a warrior. Jesus is with you. God is with you. No matter what you're going through, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you are a warrior. Start out. I need to. I just dropped my son off to To a spiritually battle college. And he needs to be alone right now and fight 
but I know God's with me, <coughs> even if he doesn't acknowledge it. So I need to have no fear. I need to trust in his word. Proverbs 22, 6, this is why I got in ministry. Ready? Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. That's the only scripture that got me in ministry. And of course, all the other ones are really good, but that's the one that pointed me in the right direction. And I believe that with all my heart. And so even if my children decide not to, someday they will come back. But until then, I trust in the warrior who protects them. And that's Jesus Christ. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for your protection. Thank you for this book and uh, Zephaniah who wrote this to prophesy of a great warrior and you are that warrior. You have given us strength and power and understanding and so much more. Let us act like it in our life. Let us point our direction to you that we may overcome all things through your power and through your name, Jesus Christ. We just love you and thank you in Jesus' name I pray. So the only reason we have that power is because Jesus was innocent, walking this earth. He was tempted in every way, in every sin. He went to the cross. He died. He rose again the third day. And now he sits at the right hand of God. And if he didn't do that, we would be powerless. We would be useless. We would be nothing. And yet he did that. And so every Sunday we come and we acknowledge that Jesus is Lord of our life and our Savior. In Zephaniah 3.20 it says, At that time I will gather you that time I will bring you home. I will give you honor and praise among all the people of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your very eyes, says the Lord. You know what the fortune is talking about? A kingdom that will never move and never die. He has gathered us home. Where's our home? It's not here. It's with Jesus Christ. He has given us honor and praise among all the people of the earth. Because Jesus Christ died and rose. He has restored our fortunes. We are the poorest rich people in the world. Because if everything was taken away from us, we would still be rich in Jesus Christ. The only way that happened is because of his death, burial, and resurrection. And we acknowledge that each and every Sunday with the representation of the bread being his body and the representation of his blood being the juice. And so... We're going to pass it out, and then at the end of the song, we'll take it together as the body of Christ. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this time together as our family, brothers and sisters in Christ, to know that you are wonderful and you have conquered death and sin and shame on the cross. I pray that we will grow deeper in your word, grow deeper with the love and mercy you have given us, and to acknowledge that you are the warrior. Who have come, who's conquered everything. We just love you and thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. A mighty fortress is our God. A bulwark never failing. Our helper is he amid the flood of mortal misery. 
Because he's the mighty warrior, let's partake together. Stand together. So, <clears throat> the gospel message. Jesus came to earth because we could not get to God. He was innocent, tempted in every way, and he was not, he, he didn't deserve death, but he went to the cross joyfully for us. And he died and he resurrected on the third day and sits at the right hand of God, all authority. 
and we put our faith in Jesus, then we can be saved. And we can have the mighty warrior going before us. So if you would love to do that, we have Christians here, we have the Bible, we have phone calls. You can do it right now if you want to. Come forward. But either way, you need to have Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and life. And nobody comes to God except through Jesus. So thank you for coming. I pray that you will have a great week. Let's pray, and then I'll see you next week. I love this. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for your love and mercy. Thank you for being the mighty warrior. God, I pray that we put our faith in you, and that we may uh, help us to just love you more and love others. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Have a great week.